This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. My name is Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker. And I'm accompanied, as always, by my co-host, Mike Culls. You can find him on Twitter at Culls underscore Sports. Mike, how you doing today? Good, Ryan. It's great to see you. Oh, <laughs> man. So this morning. Yes. Good morning. Yeah, uh, I'm back in Chicago. And uh, how is Austin? You've had a couple of days to settle in now. What's what? How's it going over there? Yeah, s- slowly getting settled in. Um, I'm just all over the place trying to get in, uh, get this apartment all you know organized and uh, how I want it. So, gonna do some more work this weekend on that, and just getting kind of into a routine down here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. Good for you, and I hope everything uh, works out well for you over there. Appreciate All right, well, you. today is um, our ninth episode, and uh, we are covering Dynasty Wide Receiver Rankings 1 through 10, our, our first of five legs of these wide receiver rankings. Are you ready to dive in, Mike? This is going to get pretty deep over here. Yeah, let's dive in. Um, it's, you know, definitely – one of the more fun um, parts of dynasty is kind of stacking your receivers and speculating who's going to have big years and, you know, selling low or selling high, buying low, um, just kind of, um, you know, the wide receiver room can be really deep in dynasty, but that's where you can find some, you know, diamonds in the rough. So we're going to try to help you find those. Yeah. You know, the main thing I think about um, wide receivers is the shelf life is so much longer. You know, once you have, once you get a young rookie wide receiver and they end up panning out, they're going to be on your team for like, you know, close to 15 years compared to a running back, which would be like six, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we haven't played dynasty for too long, but like, imagine having a Mike Evans, who's been a thousand yard receiver, literally his entire career. You form a relationship Um, with this player where you're just like, oh man, I, you know, it's it's nice. Okay. So without further ado. Uh, I think we should dive right in. I want, one thing I want to say, I'm just looking at the rankings right now that we have on the board up here, and we do have like pretty similar uh, top tens. I think exactly the same. Uh, Is it really? It looks like you have, you have Tyree Kill outside. You have him at 11, um, but pretty much close, like the same, not the same order, but the same 10. Uh, we pretty much have, you know, a very close order. So um, we're going to, yeah. you know, talk about every player and why we have them there and just kind of, you know, hammer through these guys. Yeah, I think one of the other differences is uh, Diggs as well. I think I have Diggs inside my top 10 and you do not. So we got some okay. stuff to talk about here. Um, but just rolling through it real quick, I'll give you my top five. I have uh, Justin Jefferson at one, Jamar Chase at two, A.J. Brown at three, CD Lamb at four and Garrett Wilson at number five. Mike, who's who's your top five? Yeah, um, I have Jamar Chase there at one. Um, I just like 
from an eye test, you know, I go by that a lot. I think he's just like a better receiver to me with, you know, Burrow, his best friend and quarterback. Um, so I, I've just always been a chase guy over Jefferson. Um, so I have chase Jefferson lamb at three, um, Garrett Wilson at four and AJ Brown at five. Okay. All right. I, I don't hate it. I mean, I get it. Jamar chase is younger than Jefferson. You know, just for that yep. reason alone, um, I'd be considering putting him ranked above because they're kind of a coin flip right now. They're both they're t- the two best receivers in the NFL. Yeah, and then you're gonna have Jamar Jefferson's gonna he's gonna have a new quarterback here pretty soon. You know, is that next year? Probably not. I think Cousins, you know, has a good enough year or, and has that built up chemistry with him that they sign him to not whatever deal, but a pretty you know decent deal for Cousins, but. That being said, like Jamar Chase is going to be with Joe Burrow for the extent of their careers. They're going to win Super Bowls together. They're going to, it's yin and yang between the two of them. So, because of that, he's more stable long term option for me. And I just think he's a better skill receiver. Uh, again, it's so close between the two of them, but I've always been a Chase over Jefferson guy. So, well, Mike, you're, you're, you're starting to talk me into putting Chase above Jefferson. Just. <laughs> I just just for the fact that he you make a good point. He's going to be with he's going to be with Joe Burrow Joe, for for a long time, career. and Kirk Cousins will be expiring soon. And who knows yeah. if they can figure out their quarterback situation right afterwards? So I, yeah, you just never know. You don't know where that's going to go. That's a very um, good point that I I did not think about prior to that. So maybe maybe I'll be adjusting my ranking share soon. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, like think of the value of being Joe Burrow's number one option best friend like they're just they're you know they're you you can't talk about one without the other so you know i got burrow at my number three quarterback in dynasty and i got jamar chase at one um best stack you could possibly have so Yeah. yeah well let's let's start out with jamar chase then you know he's 23 years old um I mean, he, I mean, you made a lot of good points here. Uh, he's, I think, he's getting the most targets per game last year. I think he had eleven point two targets per game. Uh, he missed four games in the middle of the season due due to a hip injury, kind of slowed him down a little bit. But you know, if if you look at the metrics, his rookie year was a lot better than his sophomore year. Some would say he took a step back in efficiency. Um, he had a yards per target in his rookie year for eleven point four down to 7.8. Um, he averaged up the target from 12.6 down to nine. A, that all happened with the efficiency of the Bengals still remaining the same. So, I mean, do you do you see that just kind of being a downtick, but then he'll be right back at it? Yeah, I mean, his targets, uh, he, he's always going to have double-digit targets. I, I'm not worried about Chase at all. Like, you gonna feed Higgins the ball you're gonna always have somewhat of a balanced offense but Jamar Chase is gonna always get the biggest target share and he's always gonna produce produce at a high level he's gonna have big plays not worried about him at all okay okay um all right well then what about Justin Jefferson he's a year older he's 24 years old um he's encroaching the last year on his rookie deal um and I know that I was looking it up the Vikings don't seem too anxious or eager to sign him to an extension right away uh he's pretty confident and the team's confident that they're going to work it out so you know i don't see how the vikings could ever let him go you know 
or uh, yeah, I mean, they're gonna have to situation. They're gonna have to make him the highest paid wide receiver, which I think they'll happily do. Um, yeah, he'll be. Yeah, he'll reset the market for sure. Yeah, I mean, you have a guy right now in Justin Jefferson who will likely become, I don't know, the highest yard receiver, yard, having the highest receiving yards in the history of the NFL. Is he? I don't honestly know if he's on pace for that, but I'm sure he is uh, with his record-breaking first few years in the league. Yeah, let me drop um, something on you here. Um, only yeah. four. Only only the only players to reach four thousand yards in their first three seasons. There's three players, Randy Moss, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, yeah. and Justin Jefferson. Yeah. You know, so he's yeah. he's, in, he's in that elite elite, uh, elite tier. Yeah. Um, and I just think, like, you, I hear the name Odell Beckham, and he had, like, great talent, obviously. I don't think of him or Chase as a Odell Beckham-type guy. They're – flashy in their own ways like you know jefferson has all the bling and like yeah they he kind of has that showtime feel to him but odell beckham you saw out like always making a headline like in the mix with celebrities trying to be a celebrity yeah um and you just don't really have any of that bullshit with chase and jefferson i think they both are committed to trying to be the best wide receiver ever um so because of that you know, I'm not worried about either of them getting caught up in any kind of bullshit like Odell. Uh, Odell was essentially, I mean, he's an egomaniac, um, narcissist. So, like, he kind of always had that coming for him, getting caught up in that bullshit and falling off. But yeah, when you're but, committed to being the best, like, yeah, that, that, I'm talking about his first, his first three seasons. It. His first three seasons, he had a, a statistical anomaly going for him yeah and that's and that's the pace that justin jefferson is setting right now you know everything yeah. else that happened in his downfall and you know the reason why he's ranked so low nowadays it, i mean he's yeah I, he's there's problems there with obj but um sticking with jefferson you know his rookie year 1400 yards sophomore year 1600 yards last year 1800 yards receiving do you yeah, think, he's never missed a game do you think he continues this pace and reaches the 2000 mark this season. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 184 targets is so many targets. Um, that's why, like, we've been doing these best ball drafts and we've gotten a couple of 101s. And I know we went split Chase and Jefferson. And honestly, like, it's hard for me not to lean. Chase is my wide receiver one right now. Um, but then I saw that and like, that's so many targets. Uh, yeah. It's hard to not take Justin Jefferson at the one one Um, so I think I might be leaning like dynasty chase over Jefferson and then, um, you know, best ball slash redraft going Jefferson just because 184 targets is, I mean, that's just an insane number. Um, in comparison, you know, Chase last year at 134. Um, so that was granted that was only 13 games. So, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I might be talking myself back into Chase, but anyways, that's <laughs> we got we gotta move on from that. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh we could talk about these guys all day, they're the best. So 
Yeah, our next three, I have CeeDee Lamb, Garrett Wilson, and A.J. Brown. You have A.J. Brown, CeeDee Lamb, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Uh, so, again, the same three there. Um, and honestly, we can go all the way down to seven. Then we have Waddle and Amon Ra in the same order. Mm-hmm. Um, CeeDee Lamb, I just think he's an awesome receiver once again, like um, continuously getting better. Uh, even last year without Prescott for most of the year, he yeah. put up – 107 receptions, 13, 59, and nine touchdowns. Like, come on, you had nine touchdowns with, you know, who did they even have there last year? They had, was last year the the year they had Danucci start for a little no, bit, or am Danucci's, I wrong with that? Danucci's been in like the XFL or something recently, or the USFL, I'm not sure. Um, but but no, they, they had, had, who do they have? They had, um, they, was it Coop? Uh, something Cooper? Um, uh, I'm, I don't um, know. I, I don't want to. You go ahead and talk. I'll. Uh, I'm gonna take a look at it. Yeah, quick. yeah. CD Lamb. He's he's an elite receiver. You know, he last year he finished as the number five wide receiver in in PPR, and as we all know, PPR is standard. Um, but yeah, PPR I mean, is standard. I love that. We're gonna make that. You need to start pumping that out. That's your thing. Um, yeah. That is one of the better like taglines to have, and that is the fantasy truckers tagline. PBR standard. We're going to get some merch made. Um, you need to put that in your Twitter bio. You need to use that hashtag that as much as you can. Yeah, absolutely. You guys will be seeing a lot of that for, uh, for time to come. Um, but uh, yeah, CD lamb, once Dak came back from injury, um, CD lamb was averaging 6.7 receptions for 86.4 yards and a total of seven touchdowns. So, you know, if Dak is healthy, CeeDee Lamb is a top-tier receiver. And even if he's not healthy, he's still a really, really good receiver. So, you know, he's young. You know, there's not much bad things to say about CeeDee Lamb. I, I'd be excited yeah. to have him on my team. Yeah, you were right. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Cooper, yeah, there. Cooper Rush. Dumpster, dumpster's fire quarterback last year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when Dak's in there, um, so hopefully – barring injury like he's always kind of you know gotten dinged up a little bit it seems like but Dak is a sneaky elite I don't know if elite but like high-end fantasy quarterback I mean even him this year is getting drafted probably around like QB 12 QB 15 Mm -hmm. and in my mind like if he's healthy he puts up a 5,000 yard season like it's nothing just yeah sneaky good uh quarterback and um CeeDee Lamb's you know taking that step, that next step every year. So I could see him having double digit touchdowns, another 1500 yard season and just, you know, hundred plus receptions. So um, I'm high on CD this year and hopefully Dak kind of figures out um, a little bit there with his health. And, you know, I have him as my wide receiver three and redraft, but also dynasty here. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, all right, well, moving on, how about my number uh, four, I think we're on here? Uh, yeah, no, 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 my number three receiver is A.J. Brown. I really like how A.J. Brown's stature, like the guy's a fucking beast. He's a monster, yeah. you know. Um, 26 years old, the, con- the Eagles have him under contract for four more years. Uh, he saw a career high in targets, rece- or I'm sorry, career high in receptions, yards, and touchdowns last year with 88 for almost 1,511. 
Um, you know, I the thing is with A.J. Brown is he's not going to see the same type of volume as Chase and Jefferson. Um, you know, he just he can't – I don't know if he can ever get to that tier because of the other mouths to feed in that offense and how prolific they are and how efficient they are. They don't need to be throwing the ball 50 times a game in order to win those games. Um, but, you know, in six games out of the last 20 last year, he had over five receptions. He's pretty consistent. Um, you know, he's going to need to rely on his big playability and his red zone usage in order to improve. It's just I just don't see the volume really being there for A.J. Brown. That's the reason why I don't have him in my top two. Yeah, I agree. I probably have him at five for that kind of a reason. I don't know that. I mean, he's on, he's going to be on one of the best offenses the next few years, three to five years with Hertz and everything they have there. So, you know, I, I do agree he is kind of a physical freak, but the guy I have ahead of him, Garrett Wilson, is in my mind probably the biggest physical freak in the wide receivers. Like, <laughs> certainly more so than Jefferson and Chase. I mean, Garrett Wilson is your like tallest fastest just the the ability to catch his catch radius has got to. i mean it's just out of this world and finally as a quarterback to kind of show that yeah um, you know you heard aaron Rodgers say this year that garrett wilson could potentially be the best wide receiver in the league this year um and i kind of believe him in saying that again after Rodgers, it gets a little it's just kind of the same as justin jefferson there's not as much um, his long-term outlook is just not as solid as Chase with Burrow. Um, Jefferson, you know, has one year left with Kirk. CeeDee Lamb, he's got Dak. Uh, we'll see how long Dak kind of stays in there and, and is the Cowboy quarterback. There's always been classic Cowboy drama. Uh, Garrett Wilson, you know, you got a year or two left of Rodgers. Um, A.J. Brown's got that solid uh, that that solid long term outlook with with Hertz and the Eagles offense. So, you know there are some question marks there in the top five. But at the end of the day, the the skill set that they each contain is why they're there. Um, but anyways, yeah, you know Garrett Wilson with that roller coaster of a quarterback room last year, like that, and that's saying it nicely. The roller coaster of a quarterback room. Um, yeah. He he still saw 147 targets. He caught 83 of those targets for 1,100 yards and four touchdowns. You know, I'd like to see him more of a red zone threat, and I think that Rodgers is going to create that for him. Uh, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers just hyper-targets his number one wide receiver. We've seen it for years with Devontae Adams. And for those reasons, you know, I do think that Garrett Wilson can easily be the number one scoring wide receiver and be in contention um, next year based on his elite year this year. For, you know. Yeah, for, for for a top three, I mean, he's definitely on the rise and having him, you know, as my wide receiver four and your wide receiver five just on the rise, um, it's exciting. I mean, Jets as a whole are exciting. Brees Hall is um, probably the best, like, wide receiver running back combo that you could have young, young and rising wide receiver running back combo you can have in the league right now. Um, so it's Over definitely Bijan? exciting. Over Bijan, Bijan in London. Huh? 
Bijan oh, you're talking about. Oh, okay. I'm th- I'm thinking you're talking about a receiving threat running back. I was gonna no, say no. No, I'm uh, I'm saying wide receiver running back combo. Like oh, the, the oh, two I, I young see studs on my the rise. Mistake. I and I and I completely and, agree with you. I completely agree with you in that aspect. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't need to really talk about either of them much more. Um, you go to Waddle. Um, yeah, Waddle and Amon Ra. We have identical at six and seven. Kind of similar type wide receivers in my mind. Um, Waddle is so shifty and he's in an offense that kind of um, that props up speed and in Tua and McDaniel. Um, so he seemed to have had that. He has that connection with Tua um, dating back to the Alabama days. Uh, so, you know, I think with Tyreek aging a little bit, I think he is going to have a pretty – you know, have his his stamp on that offense for the next couple of years, but um, Waddle yeah. is certainly getting better and going to kind of take over um, as your top guy in that offense. Yeah, he finished as the number eight wide receiver last year. Um, I just think he benefits from having Tyreek on the field. You know, if if Tyreek wasn't there, I don't know if Jalen Waddle would be putting up the same kind of numbers. I mean, Tyreek takes a lot of focus from that defense. You know. And, uh, you know, I don't know. He only had 117 targets last year, caught 75 balls for 1350 and eight touchdowns. I, you know, I just don't see this offense slowing down anytime soon, barring any injury from Tua, of course. But, you know, Tyreek is a beast. He's going to be a beast for the next three years. Jalen Waddle is going to be his 1B to his 1A. So, you know, I just, I, I would love to have a piece of this Miami offense. That's it, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I completely agree there. Uh, I'm on Ross. So like, this is probably the first person in the rankings that I'm not like a hundred percent solid on. Mm. And his upside is incredible with, you know, that role he plays in the offense and being seeming to be like such a, uh, such a comfort threat for golf and he's going to target the targets are always going to be going to be out the window, but like, there's just a lot changing in the lions offense. They're still getting used to being like a winning team, um, which sounds funny, but you know, that franchise has been down in the dumps for quite some time. And um, there's just a lot of wide receivers that are still trying to find their place in the offense. There's a lot of moving parts there in Detroit. Um, I think Amaran Ra is great and is kind of going to be, you know, solid regardless, but I think this is kind of the first question mark um, for me, at least in the in, in the top ten. Yeah, you know, I had a question mark about him last year. I didn't believe the hype on him, and man, I was wrong. He finished uh, as the wide receiver seven last year with 146 targets, over 100 receptions, 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns. I think yep. he kind of he answered any doubts that people had about him going into the season, and I was one of the doubters. But you know, he should be hyper targeted with uh, Jamison Williams sitting out the first six weeks, um, the rookie tight end, rookie running back. You know, Amon Ra is like pretty much the only one there that has a uh, a, a rapport built with with Goff, and Goff had a great season last year. So, you know, I personally think as long as Amon Ross stays healthy. He should have. He should improve from last year. 
And what that looks like, I'm not sure. Could it be a top five year? It's definitely in the realm of possibility. You know, but to me, he's just, I mean, from last year, if he does it again, if he has another season like he had last year, he's just just cementing himself as an elite wide receiver for the rest of his career, in my opinion. Like, he's just, if he can do it again, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, like, the Lions are projected to, I think, win the division this year. So, they definitely do so. Yeah, in order to do so, you're going to have to have big things happen with Amon Ra. Um, I'm not completely sold on that. I think that the division's a little bit up for grabs. Um, anyone can finish first. Anyone can finish last. But, you know, Goff is probably the most solid quarterback in that. I'm trying to th- – I'm, like, thinking it through as I say it. I think Goff, I would probably say, is the best quarterback in the division right now um in terms of like i don't like know real, I guess real life quarterback you're talking yeah and just like managing the offense i think he's done like he's outperformed his expectations the last couple of years whereas like fields is still trying to figure it out cousins is always like won games but there's been question marks there i don't know i, I just think um Anyways, I think Amon Ra's in a good spot and a good offense that likes to score a lot of points. So uh, definitely high on him this year. Yeah, and I think Goff, if I'm not mistaken, is the only NFC North quarterback to play in a Super Bowl. So Sounds right, yeah. There's yeah, that. Definitely. You know, he's, he made it there. Did he win the dance? No, but still made yeah. it there. Um, so, yeah, 8, 9, and 10, I have Devonta Smith, Chris Olave, and Tyreek Hill. Um, I think I have Devonta over Alave due to um, that offense and just how surefire it's going to be the next, you know, five years at least. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I have Devonta there. I think he's so talented as well. Um, great complimentary piece to AJ Brown. Honestly, like he could be a number one on a lot of teams. Um, so I, I like having him there at the eight. Uh, you know, I do think Alave probably has a higher ceiling as of right now, but. Yeah in terms of like getting going out in a dynasty league and getting a surefire piece that's going to be a hit in the next five years devonta has that to him so yeah well he just has a better offense so i can understand why you do that um, but i have stefan diggs as my eight chris Olave as my nine and devonta as my 10 yeah just you know stefan diggs you know he's 29 years old he is definitely getting older so i you know, after this conversation, I might end up moving him down a little bit just for the sheer uh, age factor. But, you know, he finished as a number four last year. He's under contract with the Bills until 2028. 2028. It's a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, whether, whether he lives out that contract or not, I mean, he's still under contract for a long time. He'll be 34, 35 years old by the time that happens. So. Uh, but over the last three seasons with the Bills, he's averaged 161 targets on average. I mean, that's that's a huge workload there. That's elite, in my opinion. Um, 100 and, 113 receptions, 1,400 yards, and almost 10 touchdowns a season. Like, he's just – I it's it's hard to rank him lower for me. Like, if he didn't have such a long contract situation with the Bills, I would be less high on him, but – the only knock on Diggs for me is just he's he is the biggest diva in football. The yeah, biggest diva. 
I I just hate seeing these these uh, news articles and uh, these tidbits on him about you know not showing up to camp and he's just not he's never happy he's never yeah. he never gets paid enough he never gets targeted enough it's just I'm I'm getting sick of it I really am so I just for that reason and his age I might I might end up moving him down yeah and this is like one of those situations where you have digs higher than I do. And I probably am higher on him just in general. Um, <laughs> that being said, like I have him down, I moved him up. I had him at my 13. I just moved him up to my 11. I didn't realize he was signed until 28, but um, you know, that kind of goes back to him being a diva, like demanding that length of a contract at his age. But anyways, um, yeah, I mean, being Josh Allen's number one target, it's outstanding. So yeah, there's a ton of value there. Um, I just have some of those younger guys with solid roles who are going to be there longer term, uh, haven't really hit their primes yet ahead of them. And then I have Tyree kill right ahead of him who like, I think he's going to be elite until he just ends his football career because of his speed yeah. and his ability to get open. He like, he's the he same age as uh, Diggs. 29 yeah, years and he old. just hasn't he just hasn't slowed down yet he's on that three-year deal like that to me that makes a little bit more sense than um than digs through 28 so i don't know i think hill's gonna be like elite he, he's always gonna have those elite games those you know 70 yard touchdowns so yeah it's there's not much to knock on digs for me being that he is a you know a, a number one weapon for uh, for Josh Allen and one of the best offenses in the league. But yeah, him being a diva and just, you know, holding out a little bit this year and just always causing drama. Um, you know, I think he a lot of it comes from a place where he wants to win so bad. So it's at least like comes from a good place maybe, but yeah. um, there are just question marks there that, that, that kind of make me uh, a little standoffish. Yeah, I get it. I mean, again, it's part of the reason why I might be moving him down a couple notches. But, you know, with Chris Olave, he finished as the number 25 wide receiver last year. Like Derek Carr, some would say he's an upgrade, but I I mean, not by much. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, he Olave surpassed a thousand, the thousand yard mark his rookie year, which is, you know, intriguing. It's promising. So 119 targets for 72 receptions again it's good you know but i i want to see him catch over 100 balls this year i want i want to see him enter this echelon to make me feel comfortable ranking him inside my top 10 in dynasty you know i just i i hope he gets there and i think he will but to me there's still a possibility that he has another year like he did last year and it's just not enough to make him elite yeah, Saints were kind of a mess last year. Um, you know, bringing in Carr in that stable veteran presence, that should just kind of, I mean, you saw what he did with Devonta Adams um, mm -hmm. being an elite receiver. So he has the ability to support a high-end uh, production receiver. And I think Alave, with his talent, he's going to be just that. Uh, yeah. Michael Thomas is still going to be kind of like a veteran, like, you know, red zone first down um, type of guy. Like, I mean, we'll see. Just it's it's <laughs> been so long since we've seen him on the field. Yeah, but like last year, he caught a couple touchdowns. Like he was just your sure-handed 
veteran presence that'll run a slant and get you, you know, seven yards. Um, yeah. So he proved to have that ability to him, but Alave is your deep threat. Alave is your big playmaker. Uh, I'm excited. Hopefully the Saints are a little bit more stable. They're figuring out what's going on with Kamara, but um, I well, love the way you, that Alave runs the field. Do you think he catches over 100, 100 passes this year? What was his number last year? He caught 72 on 119 targets. Yeah, I think so. I think I mean, that that's, that's number quite the, goes up quite to the like, jump. Quite the jump. Yeah, I, I think that number goes to like 130, 140 maybe in 17 games. Uh, well, so you're yeah. seeing 100 and, 130 or 140 receptions? Targets. Or are you talking about target? Oh, targets. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, wow, that's yeah, okay. I, I think he's going to get targeted like an elite wide receiver one. I mean, there's just not much else there. He's They're going to lean on him heavily this year, and he has mm-hmm. the ability to do that and more. So, yeah, I'd say 100. Yeah, I mean, th- that's the thing, though. I mean, we could definitely see Olave if he is targeted and used the way you said he is. I mean, I don't think it's odd or strange to be expecting or seeing him in the conversation for top three, like literally right up there with Garrett Wilson, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Like they're just he's yeah. that type of he has that type of upside to me. Yeah. So this is a year I think that you'll see Gil- Wilson and and Alave are going to be like solidify their place in the top ten. Uh, where's that going to be? It depends on their like how you know their ceiling this year, um, which I think Garrett's is just higher. Uh, yeah, I think better, they're going to be a better, better team. They have that New York spotlight on them. They have Rogers, which makes that spotlight brighter. So um, it'll probably be Wilson in my mind, but you know the talent's definitely there with Olave. Um, you know, why Ohio yeah. State wide receiver? You right now. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, rounding out my top 10, like I mentioned before, Devonta Smith. Um, you know, the only thing I want to add about him is I think it's pretty cool. You know, number one, he's got one of the best nicknames in football, the Slim Reaper. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but uh, he's kind of proving that the small receivers can still be dominant in the NFL. I mean, he finished at wide receiver nine last year inside the top 10. And everybody's knock on him was that he's just too small. He's too fragile, you know, but he's, again, he's one of the, is, I, I mean, Mike, you would know this more than I I would, but um, his, uh, his, his award-winning collegiate career, would you say he, he had the best wide receiving college career, like out of anybody? I mean, other than, I mean, I don't know, where would you put him up there against uh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson? Coll- collegiate. Well, Chase, def, in my mind, definitely had the better um, collegiate career than Jefferson, uh, but they were the also like maybe arguably the best team ever uh, with that Burrow season nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like that just kind of stood out as more of a uh, team performance. But I mean, Devonta, we're the talking like. All- I'm like one of the best wide receiver performances I've ever seen. Julio Jones at Alabama was pretty amazing. I mean, just the way that he like dominated games with yeah. his physical ability. Um, so I don't was, know. Uh, do you know who the before Devonta, who who was the wide receiver that won the Heisman? Heisman. Heith, Heith, Heisman. 
Heisman. The Heisman. The Heisman. Heisman wide receivers. I'd be interested. I, I thought you would. I thought you would. Uh, no, Desmond Howard in '91. Wow. So since 1991, yeah, I probably should have. I probably should have known that, to be honest. And if my mind was in it more today, I would have been able to guess that. But that's um, a long time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. So um, he only saw eight fewer targets than AJ Brown. When I found that out, I was definitely shocked. I thought AJ Brown would have had a lot more targets than Devonta, but you know. Just over yeah, 100 receptions. Or I'm sorry, just yeah. under 100 receptions. Yeah. Do you, think, um, do you think he gets over that mark this year? Yeah, I do. I already, yeah, I already kind of said my piece on Devonta. Um, he's a stud. He's only getting better, and he's in an awesome offense. So I don't, you know, yeah. I don't need to rehash what I said earlier about him. But um, I do think he gets 100. I think he's, you know, I think they're. In my mind, they're the team that has two top 10 wide receivers over Chase and Higgins. So, you know, even though I think Burrow throws for more yards, I just think that those two guys are your best one, too, um, in terms of fantasy production. Yeah. Maybe Waddle and Hill. I don't know. That's a good debate. We should probably save that for another time. Um, what, 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 what is that? You're your highest likelihood to have two top 10 receivers is that the Bengals in chase Higgins. Is it um, Eagles with Hertz and, or with, uh, with AJ Brown and, and Devonta, or is it, you know, Waddle and um, Waddle and Tyree kill. Okay. So, uh, I think and, that's and like a, in a, in a, ne- like next season in a redraft standpoint, right? Yeah, we'll do that in redraft season, but I think that's a really good uh, debate to have this year. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I find that very intriguing. Um, have you have we heard anything else about this whole Tyreek Hill? Uh, is this guy pressing charges? Do you know? Is, is no, anything going to happen to this? Is. No, <clears throat> no, I don't think it will. I want to see this footage. The footage has not been released, but I can't. Footage would be good. I want to yeah, see supposedly, it. Supposedly, I mean, I don't know. You all probably have heard the story by now. Um, he was, Tyreek Hill was jumped it up with a couple of girls jumped on their boat the um deck hand said you're not allowed to just come on a like boat any boat you want like that and he was like <laughs> i could buy the boat and you and smacked him in the back of the head and it's obviously not it's frowned upon um but i don't think anything will happen for it i, I don't know i mean yeah i just it, it's it hasn't been released yet like probably wasn't too egregious and yeah if uh, if they don't if he doesn't file charges there's not going to be any suspension but i you know if if this kid ends up if he does file charges we could yeah. see something come of this so i just i thought that would be prevalent to mention yeah but anyways i talked about tyreek a little bit I, I don't need to talk about him further if you want to say your piece and then we can round out our top 10 i mean i, I you know he's yeah gonna be an elite receiver with his explosion and, and quickness his ability to get open so yeah, the, I mean, just the one thing I want to talk about with Tyreek Hill, when he left Kansas City, you know, he, he was a great wide receiver in Kansas City. And everyone was like, oh, you know, is it is it Patty Mahomes or is it Tyreek Hill? Who who made the who better, you know? But he, <laughs> last year he had a, had a career high in targets, 
receptions and yards. Like that's to leave the Chiefs yeah, with Skylar Thompson with like <laughs> not with two all with Teddy Bridgewater, Skylar that, Thompson. That's what I mean. And, like how how yeah. how did he how did he get 170 targets? How did he yeah. c- catch 119 receptions for 1700 yards? Yeah. How? Like he's just that good. So I just that's all I want to say about him. He kind of proved everybody wrong that he's not a product of the Kansas City offense and he truly is uh the cheetah. Tyreek Cheetah. So Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, so uh, that that I think about does it for our top ten dynasty wide receivers. Yep. Um, again, all of our rankings will be posted on Twitter uh, and the Sports Ethos website. So go check them out there. Yeah, definitely follow at Fantasy Roadshow. That's the uh, show. That's our show Twitter handle. Um, I like to kind of start pumping that out there a little bit more. Um, so. Yeah, absolutely. We can. We'll, we'll be reiterating that as we go. Uh, make sure you check out uh, sportsethos.com and, and cop that um, fantasy uh, draft guide. Uh, it's only $4 a month. It's a lot of, lot of content on there, a lot of stuff to help you win your league. So definitely check that out. And um, other than that, Mike, buckle up. Buckle up.